This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1368, A New Lease on Your Relationship, by Keith Wilson of KeithWilsonCounseling.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Sunday. I'm your host and narrator, Greg Audino. Happy to be here with you once again, and thankful for having your attention on a weekend. Now, today we'll be hearing the work of Keith Wilson, one of my favorite contributors to the show who has a really great way of intertwining important lessons with brilliant metaphors. And you're going to find that today's article is no exception to that. So with that being said, let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. A New Lease on Your Relationship by Keith Wilson of KeithWilsonCounseling.com If you leased out a portion of your life, what would the terms and conditions be? You own an apartment building with an almost infinite number of apartments, but Once someone moves in, you can never evict them, and they can never leave. You can move them from one apartment to the other, however. There's only a single penthouse suite and a few luxury suites. Most are ordinary efficiency studios. There are a huge but unknown number of basement apartments. You'd like to pretend those tenants weren't even there. However, many of the occupants of the basement apartments are chronically disgruntled so that they often play their music loud and let roaches, bedbugs, and other desirables inside. The penthouse is a splendid apartment. You live in it, as is your right as landlord, and have been sharing it with a roommate. Things have started to get tense between you, and you thought of kicking him out. However, you don't want him to feel ill-used. He would just make your life miserable if you stuck him in a basement apartment. Besides, the two of you might just get along if you got a few things straight. The name of this apartment building is, you might have guessed, your life. The tenants are all the people you've let into your life. Most of the people in your life are associates occupying the efficiency apartments. Close friends have the luxury suites. The tenants in the basement apartments are your exes, your might-have-beens, and those bullies in middle school that still rent space in your head. Oh, I forgot. There are a few rent-controlled apartments that have been occupied by your family members since before you bought the building, but that's besides the point. The person you share the penthouse with is the love of your life, and you're trying to figure out how you can evict him. As I said, you can never get anyone out of the apartment building altogether, but you can move your partner from the penthouse to the luxury suites, meaning you would still be friends, the efficiencies, or in the basement. If it's got to be done, it's in your interest to do so kindly and with fairness, if only because, to some extent, you still have to live with him or her. So, what can you do to make your expectations clear, your promises credible, and your exit strategy explicit? 
you can do what landlords have always done. You can create and together sign a lease. Far too many people drift into relationships without ever making the momentous decision to be together. You decide to leave a toothbrush, provide an underwear drawer, share rent without ever deciding the terms and conditions of the relationship. Since it's hard to talk about relationships, you let it go without saying what you expect and can be expected in return. Is it any wonder that you get confused? Are you really surprised when you wake up one day and find yourself caught up in much more than you ever intended and are not sure of how you can get out? In traditional relationships, there are occasions when the couple might talk about their terms and conditions. That's what wedding vows are for, after all. Many clergy insist that, as a condition of their officiating at the wedding, you go through premarital counseling, in which you consider uncomfortable issues, such as how to raise children and celebrate holidays. Many lawyers insist on premarital agreements that deal with prickly matters, such as finances and the dissolution of the marriage. Unfortunately, when it comes to wedding vows, poetry and sentiment often prevail over practicality. No one planning a wedding really wants to tackle the tough issues and declare in front of a church, before parents, grandparents, and everyone, just how you want your partner to relate to his ex, how big a check your partner can write without clearing it with you, and the myriad of other issues that can sink a marriage. Far too often, people get deep into relationships without ever talking about these things, sort of as if you moved into an apartment or had someone move in, without ever signing a lease or even talking about rent and security deposit. The other problem with wedding vows is, when you're planning a wedding, you may not know what you really want in a marriage. You think what you want is what you think everyone else has. You expect what you saw on some TV show, what your parents had, or the relationship you wish your parents had. That's a little like signing a lease without reading it first, or like a landlord downloading a template of a lease without considering what's in it. So. If you're running into problems in your relationship, this is the perfect time to consider how to fix the problems and discuss with your partner whether he or she would agree to a new or amended contract. What would the terms and conditions be? You just listened to the post titled, A New Lease on Your Relationship by Keith Wilson of KeithWilsonCounseling.com. And thanks a lot to Keith for this great post that can really be applied to any of the relationships we have, right? And I recommend you to keep that in mind because, just like Keith said, romantic relationships can be tough to talk about. All relationships can be tough to talk about. And because of that, we may not have a strong grasp on what those terms and conditions even are, let alone being willing to discuss them. If that's the case for you, I might recommend looking to some of those other fulfilling relationships for tips and guidance. What does your best friend do for you that's really meaningful? Or a sibling, maybe? You know, while we don't want to depend on our romantic partners to fulfill all of our needs, it can help to look for those really special aspects of other relationships, needs that we almost forget we have, and see how they can come to life in our romantic relationship. This is a great way of getting in touch with what you truly value for you and not relying on common stereotypes or templates to define your romances. And on that note, we're going to get going, everyone. Thanks again to Keith for a wonderful post. As always, have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.